Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Good morning and welcome to Money FM Weekend Mornings here on 89.3 Money FM. Neil Humphreys and I with you all the way up until noon today. And uh, we have got a studio full of people <laughs> with us right now, Neil, don't we? Uh, sitting directly across from me, of course, our local Singapore jazz great Jeremy Montero, uh, keyboardist, uh, composer. Legend. I don't know. Legend. What else, what else do we what else do we credit you with, Jeremy? No, man, I'm just a legend in my own lunchtime. Come on. <laughs> National <laughs> treasure. <we> <laughs> National treasure. You don't, you don't care what they call you, just don't call you late for supper, right? Yeah, or something right, like right, that. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, and joining us uh, also in the studio today, uh, a couple of, um, of, of well-known German art- artists, uh, Tony Lakatos, who is a saxophonist. Uh, Tony, uh, great to have you with us. Yeah, thank you. Nice to be here. Yeah, yeah. Tony, if you could come a little bit closer to the mic, that'd be good. And also Rudy Engel, who is a a bassist as well. Rudy, great to see you. Oh, nice. Thank you. Yeah. Now, Jeremy, maybe you can bring us up to speed. Why why are these gentlemen with us today? And and you've been collaborating with them uh, over the past week here in Singapore. What's what's happening? Well, the uh, German embassy over here, the uh, embassy of the Federal Republic of Germany to Singapore, uh, the ambassador loves the arts, uh, Dr. Ulrich Zante, and he really uh, has been promoting uh, a collaboration between uh, German musicians and uh, Singaporean musicians uh, with the famous uh, young conductor Wong Kachun. They do the Beethoven in the in the uh, Botanic Gardens and with me uh, we've done now one time the uh, jazz on Nassim Hill at his residence and this is the second time ah. and it's uh, really nice and I mean the work, German ambassador's uh, residence. Uh, residence and and we've been actually uh, playing together Tony and I together maybe for 10 years and Rudy in the last 8 or 9 years mm-hmm. and uh, they have really been uh, so nice to work with not just playing live in gigs but also uh, for recordings they appear my last Eight albums, I think, something wow. like I that. I was going to say that you have a long association. I mean, how yes. did you guys get together I mean, and, and how did you realize that you click, you play well together? I think I met Jeremy in Bangkok like 10 years ago. I was working there at the hotel and I met Jeremy there. And since then, we have a musical relationship and we play quite a lot in Asia and also in Germany. Yeah together and, yeah. and recording all the time yeah, yeah. luckily that's great and that was tony rudy how about you uh, i met uh, jeremy through a mutual friend of a uh, saxophone player ernie watts and uh, so i was playing in the european quartet and jeremy was playing in the asian quartet so i've heard of jeremy before i even met him through ernie and he always told me that he playing in Singapore or in, in Thailand, I think in Bangkok he played with yes. you, and and so and finally we met in in Frankfurt and one day he called me up in, I think it or over Facebook or something. Yeah. And we met and, and played in the jazz killer and it was, what can I say? It just felt great. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's so it's so amazing to me as um as someone whose whose home country kind of spawned jazz right as an American sitting across from three guys from very different parts of the world yeah. who have who have come to embrace the the medium the art form yeah. so much and and obviously you guys have been have reached such a high level. Right. What what is it about this this format of jazz that just attracts people? What is what is that what does that sound do to people from Germany from Singapore from many places around the world? 
Well, I think that uh, jazz, you know, I think the, the, the hallmark of jazz is improvisation and just being spontaneous. Although working to a, a structure, it's so free in, in the sense that you can extemporize and improvise as you like. And people like that, I think. People like the energy. It's almost like improv mm. comedy, right? People like it a little more than sometimes uh, than scripted, mm. uh, com- like, you know, curb your enthusiasm, you know. So <laughs> actually, they're like a, they're like a comedy... Uh, 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 drama version of jazz actually the way they just improvise uh, that's really it you know and what about playing with the Germans how does it playing with Germans compared to Singaporeans or other people you've played with around the world well actually you know the music is uh, there's an essence to the music and sure in some places there's a stronger flavour of the locals like for example I think in Scandinavia they have a little more of their own flavour but uh, all jazz musicians train in the tradition very strongly steeped in tradition you know, we learn how to play the blues first which is the most important part about playing jazz and then from there we learn like like we all know uh, anything from 200 to uh, most jazz musicians know anything from 200 to 2000 tunes and so we can get together without rehearsal and just say let's play uh, you know I remember April and yeah I know that and we just call one two three four right you know, there's a joke. I said that the only people who could get together without rehearsal, if all the music in the world was burned down and just jump on stage and do a concert, would be the jazz musicians. But that's not true. The Indian musicians can do that too. Now, I've noticed Rudy, Rudy has raised his eyebrows twice. <laughs> when you said about we learned the blues first, you didn't seem, you didn't seem like you agreed with that. Is that true? Or? What, what, what? He's, we learned the blues first to be the... the yeah, we, we have like a... Jeremy is absolutely right. We have like a common language, you know. Mm-hmm. It's all over the world. Yeah. I think everybody knows it. We, we, we can communicate very, very fast. Yeah, it's, it's just. <laughs> and uh, so we're in we're in studio with Jeremy Montero, of course, Tony Lactos, who is a saxophonist, a German saxophonist, and Rudy Engel, a bassist. And uh, Tony, you have been an educator. Uh, that's one of the things that you believe strongly in. Over the years, how have you seen the younger generation, not that you're that old, but how have you seen the younger generation coming up and embracing jazz uh, when you've been uh, working with them, teaching them? Oh yeah, it's very fantastic nowadays because all over the world you have very strong jazz education and also here in Singapore we were doing uh, some workshops here the last years with Jeremy, of course, thanks to Jeremy because he was... um, he was the founder of this mm. of this big band, the Jazzo big band, I think, which yeah. is a lot of young musicians from Singapore. And I was lucky to come here and, and teach them and play with them together. But I do this all over the world. Um, when I go back from here to Europe, I'm going to Switzerland doing a workshop in a high school in Lausanne and then next day in Torino in Italy. Right. So I'm... I'm doing quite... Doing a lot. Yeah. A lot of teaching also, yeah. beside playing, of course. And Rudy, you're also a professor in Würzburg at a music yes. academy there. Yes. And, and what has your experience been uh, teaching the younger, the younger generation? Oh, we, we have... Uh, so I come from a pretty small town. It's, it's only about 250,000 people, but we have a pretty good jazz department yeah. in our hometown. And, and so it's, it's, I think it started in 1990... And, and it's growing ever since. And normally I have up to six to eight students every year. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy and lucky to, to be in that job. And I really enjoy it. And I mean, my intention is to, to make sure uh, 
they know the tradition and mm. and and then really know where this music comes from and and then from then on they can go on and do their own stuff and so so this is my main mm. intention to to make sure they they know all all the great bass players <laughs> 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 like Pettiford, Chambers, Ray yeah. Brown, yeah. Ron Carter, and so. I was wondering, Rudy and Tony, I'm fascinated that, yes, jazz is a universal musical language, if you like, but how do you find the students differ or are similar? Say you, say you do workshops in Singapore and then you do workshops in Germany. How do you find the, the students in those countries? Are they, are they very different or similar? Not really different. And... But I think in, in Asia, the, the young people are more interested in really? the music. Yeah, and in, in jazz music, as in Europe, for some reason. I don't know why. Would that be from all those piano lessons, Jeremy, from Tiger Moms? <laughs> Is that where it starts? Or? I don't know. I think that jazz really has spread around the world, you know, like wildfire, you know. And it's uh, in, in the U.S. as well, the whole resurgence of jazz education interests with the young. In Singapore, of course, it's wonderful because now jazz is an all-level subject. So all of a sudden, I start to see in my public talks, there used to be very few young people, but now half of them are below the age of 20. And I was wondering why at first, and then I found out that the Ministry of Education has actually included jazz as, a, as a, one of the music elective subjects for all level. And, and now we have a uh, LaSalle College of the Arts that provides a degrees in jazz studies. So, and, uh, and also people learn jazz before they even get to the higher level. So, and people listen to it. So I think it's going to be, in five or six years, jazz will be another, quite a, you know, big niche. And what about the jazz scene in Singapore? We've spoken about this before, Jeremy. We've had other musical guests on. We know how hard it is for F&B uh, bars, restaurants, jazz clubs to survive in Singapore. How would the jazz scene here in Singapore compare to some of the other cities that you visited? I think it's the same, you know. I mean, I, I think I may have told you a cruel joke. How do you become a millionaire playing jazz? And that's, you start off as a billionaire. <laughs> but it's the same for club owners. And so very often club owners all over the world, whether it's the Jazz Keller in Frankfurt or the Village Vanguard in New York, no, no one's doing it to make money. They are doing it because they love the music. And it's a place that musicians can come together and play. And as long as they're sustainable, they never even think about being profitable. Mm. As long as they're sustainable, it works. And then there's all over the world people come in. Uh, you know. I'm so glad that Blue Jazz has started uh, having music again after a year hiatus because of licensing issues. But now they've got their license back. And so it's wonderful. Yeah, that, that, that's great news for a lot of people, right, that we're waiting and hoping that that, that would come back. Uh, this Jazz Upon Nassim Hill that uh, you guys were, were doing last week, um, it was uh, kind of put together by the uh, the German ambassador, uh, Ulrich Cassante. As you guys came over to do this, of course, you were right in the middle of the uh, the COVID-19 virus, and I know a couple of your uh, events had to be either rescheduled or canceled or whatever. Uh, despite that, how how was the end? Uh, how was the end output, Rudy? How did you feel about the the concerts that you did? I know you're doing some master classes and different things, but how did it all turn out last weekend? It was great. I, I mean, we, we, we came in and, and on Saturday, 2 o'clock, and then we we just had a small nap. <laughs> just and just then, enough, right? And just, just headed for Manduro and, and, and yeah. played there. And, and it was, yeah, it was great. And, and then the next day in the morning, we got up early and, and rushed to the embassy, mm -hmm. the German embassy. And also very nice concert, very nice people, and really enjoyed it. I'm... Um, 
I'm really having a good time in Singapore. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I escaped the cold. I was going to say, the weather here is probably a little bit different than in Germany. Oh, right I'm, I'm so happy to, to <laughs> we love it. be we in love the it. pool. <laughs> and, and Rudy, how's it been for you this time, despite the, yeah, the kind of uh, upset from the, the normal or planned schedule? Has everything gone uh, pretty well for you uh, from the performance yeah, perspective? Yeah, everything was great. We had like four shows until now. Yeah. And they were all special. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. Different, but great. Now, maybe you guys will play a little bit for us right now, huh? We'll sure. do, we're going to do a little yeah. bit live in studio. This, uh, the studio is not, yeah. as we know, set up for live music, but we're going to give it a try and yeah. see how it goes. Uh, just a couple of minutes of, uh, of jazz uh, with Jeremy Montero and with uh, Tony Lactos. Rudy's going to hang out. You didn't bring your bass with you, but that's all right. <laughs> you're going to sit back too, and... A yeah. little bit too big. You're yeah. going to sit back and, and enjoy for a change, right? <laughs> we, the warm weather. The warm weather. <laughs> yes. Enjoy the weather. We essentially hand the studio over to you now, Jeremy. Okay, you can literally become well, a musical director of sure. this studio. Are you guys going to sing with us or not? I think it's best if we don't. Okay. <laughs> so I have a little key keyboard here it's very small tiny actually it's tiny i wish it was the camera for you to see how small it mm. is but i'm going to throw some water in it and it grows big to a full size <laughs> and tony's going to play the tenor saxophone so we're going to play a tune by oscar pettiford called blues in the closet whatever that means ready <laughs> what Throw money. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you said you don't do it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we uh, through the through the uh, modern miracle of technology, we have Ulrich uh, Zante, uh, the uh, ambassador for Germany, Federal Republic of Germany, on the line. Uh, Mr. Ambassador, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can hear you very well. What a surprise is it called? That is for me. Good morning. Well, you had nothing else to do on a Saturday morning, did you? Except join us I, here on Money I FM. I have my motorbike helmet on, and next to me is sitting my son, and we're just about to leave uh, on, a, on a motorbike tour through uh, Singapore. Oh, <laughs> perfect timing. Well, you know, we won't keep you on the line long, uh, Ambassador, but we did want to chat with you just a little bit about uh, this uh, jazz upon Nassim Hill that you had initiated last weekend. And just tell us a little bit, uh, first of all, how you got the idea to do it and, and then how it went. Well, first of all, I would like to say hello to those who are sitting across from you, to Jeremy Montero, oh, to he says hello to all of you, yeah. Oh, Jeremy so lovely <laughs> called uh, Laxatos, which I find a very, very nice name, at least in this region here. And uh, to Rudy Engels, who indeed uh, last Sunday 
played yeah. a fantastic jazz um, together with the two um, um, Singaporean colleagues of them, Andrew Lim and Aaron James Lee on on guitar. Both of them fantastic as well. Why did we do that? Well, I believe that you know government to government relations between Singapore and the Germany are fantastic. Between Singapore and ASEAN on the one hand side, and Germany on the European Union on the other side are getting better and better for reasons that I don't need to explain here. Geopolitics are changing quickly, and I think we mm, do indeed. a little bit more in getting continents together. Our economic relations are fantastic. 1,800 German companies here, 10,000 European companies trying to do what they can to you know, profit from on the one side from the economic development in this region, but on the other side to contribute through their presence here to the economic and perhaps even political stability to the region. And I always wondered, in these times of you know rising nationalism, what can we do to promote more cultural relations and more intense relations? And we started off two years ago when I came here with, with my wife, uh, with uh, Beethoven im Garten, together with uh, Kachung Wong. Uh, Jeremy may have talked about that. And since I am a great fan of jazz, we are great fans of jazz, and we met Jeremy very early on, we talked to him and asked him, you know, could you imagine at least once a year to play uh, for friends of ours? Uh, we had around about 150 here at the residence last Sunday. Could you play and uh, build <clears throat> build bridges between, uh, you know, Europe and Germany and uh, Singapore and ASEAN through jazz? So we would have classical music with Kachun Wong and we would have jazz with Jeremy. And these two are great ambassadors. And Jeremy is, as you probably know, not only a fantastic uh, pianist, a great um, band leader, but he's also a great writer. Mm. And I always love citing from his uh, book, Late Night Thoughts uh, of a Jazz Musician, for which I think he just briefly, uh, not too long ago, won the Golden Door Award. So that's the reason why we tried this out, and it seems to be working perfectly. Well, Mr. Ambassador, it's it's great to have you on the line here, and, and you talk about the, the power of soft power, if we can put it that way, music, art, culture, and some of the things that are non-traditional in terms of uh, statecraft and the way it is, and, and your, your points about the national, you know, the, the, the rise of nationalism. We, we've been quite lucky here in Singapore that, that our art scene is growing and thriving from, from Europe, from North America, from South America, and as you see going forward, what, what do you think is the, the importance or the need to have more uh, programs like the one you've started, uh, the Jazz Upon Nassim Hill? Like I said it a moment ago, I think we don't know enough about each other. We sense the necessity to, to meet, we sense the necessity to, uh, to the, the, for this world to grow closer, but in order to, uh, to, to go that way, we need to know a little bit more about each other. And you can take all walks of life, like I just tried to describe them, politics, economics, and, uh, and culture, where politics is dominated, so to say, by state relations and business is, related, is, uh, is dominated by money, what counts in the end in all fields that we would, we would be thinking of is that people know more about each other and that they start to be interested in each other. And I don't only talk about professionals. I would, we're trying at the embassy, to, at least, to get young people uh, to get more interested, and not only via tourism, which is a three-day affair, if you wish. You know, I made Europe in eight days is one of those uh, in one of those sayings. <laughs> no, you can't make Europe in eight days, and you can't make Asia in eight days. You need a little bit more. So yeah. we're trying to promote university relations. We're trying to vo to promote more and more vocational training, which is something Singapore, I think, is highly interested in. You know, small and middle-sized enterprises and the 
backside of that would be to have the technical knowledge to be a strong SME. And for that, you need kids that are interested in technical professions. So I have a young son who is actually doing a, an apprenticeship period right now in uh, Hong Kong and in uh, Singapore, the one that I'm going to be motorcycling with in a moment once we finished here. So <laughs> this is what we need to do and where we have to put a lot more energy and, yes, money into well, Mr. Ambassador, thank you so much for your time today. We'll let you get on with your cycle ride around uh, around town. But Dr. Ulrich Sante, the ambassador for the Federal Republic of Germany, thanks so much for being with us this morning on Weekend Mornings on Money FM. Thank you very, very much. Great surprise. And please uh, give my love to the three guys uh, sitting in front of you. Oh, they're listening yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. So they're waving thank and smiling you. at yeah. you right now. So thank you. Have fun. <laughs> thank, thank you, Mr. You. Ambassador. Have a good day. Thank you. And you thank too. You. Bye-bye. All right. Well, so there you have it, guys. Uh, official endorsement <laughs> from the Federal Republic of Germany. And, and this idea, though, of, of, of music and art as being a soft power. And, and surely you're aware of that and you feel that anyway. But how do you feel that you can bridge uh, some of the gaps that we see growing around the world? world, uh, you know, everywhere across South America, North America, Europe, in Asia as well. Jeremy, what, what does that mean for you? Uh, quite a different perspective coming from a place that is actually culturally quite uh, quite stable at the moment, right? Yes. Well, the thing is that I, uh, with all the young musicians that I talk to, it's, I think first and foremost, to be an artist and musician, you need to really hone your craft and be as good as you can be. But then where do you go from that? I mean, I think to learn to communicate, to reach people, people in your audience, people in other countries, find ways to collaborate with musicians in other countries, to build bridges. I think that's as important to me as a musician as it is to, with the actual craft, with the actual playing. I think it's very important to find ways and mm. be like, you know, a little uh, unofficial ambassadors and uh, emissaries of love and peace through music, you yeah. know. Rudy Engel, how do you feel about that? Um, I, I agree with, with, with Jeremy and um, I really, I, I mean, I'm really surprised here but I met so many great musicians here in Singapore. I mean, like 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 Andrew and, and Aaron and... I'm, so Andrew Lim and, and Aaron James Lee oh, yeah. Yeah. performing so, so, with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I think they are terrific. <laughs> I mean, what, what can I say? I'm, 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 I'm really uh, surprised by a little bit by, by, by the level of of the musicianship here in Singapore. Yeah, it's Tony Lactos, how about you? And, the, and this idea of, of using music as a way to really bring people together. Oh, sure. I think we as musicians, our job is to spread love, music, good music, good taste in the music around the world. And that's why we are, me especially, uh, go everywhere in the world and, and, and try to play with everybody. Mm. all kind of people and I'm very happy always to come to Singapore because I have some old friends here first of all Jeremy of course but also other musicians here and I think the ambassador alluded to it there we know the events terrible events that happened in Germany uh, this week in Hanau Um, Mm. now more than ever anything that brings people from different cultures countries religions together has to be a positive thing, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. 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 Hey, what's next for uh, you three? Are you, do you have any other projects coming up uh, in the near future? Are, are you done with this this particular set of, of uh, concerts and things that you're working on together? Yes, we played a uh, show uh, here in, in Singapore and we uh, sort of did a spin-off show in Kuala Lumpur, the German ambassador's residence there, which was very well received as well. I mean, and then we... That was, that was last week. Yes, and yeah. this week there were some shows cancelled because, you know, of the coronavirus yeah. virus 
interesting. But so we were really glad that uh, Maduro, uh, the jazz club in Singapore, beautiful jazz club in Singapore, you know, agreed to have us on a couple of times. We actually once at first last Saturday, but it was so full and it turned so many people away at the door, <laughs> and, which was also very surprising because you know people are not really going out now. Yeah. And then so we did a second show on uh, on Thursday, which was also full. Which also very surprised that it was full. The Thursday is not a good yeah. night necessarily for people to come out. So it was really very very good for us, you know. And so, so that's it this time. I wish we had the other two or three shows we had planned to play happening, but there's always the next time. I'm going to be in in Europe uh, next week. Uh, next week uh, in April and hopefully we'll get to play together with them again yeah. in Germany. Yeah. Great. Jeremy Montero, Tony Lakatos and Rudy Engel, thank you so much for uh, for being with us on the show today. It's great to have you all here in the studio. Oh, great pleasure. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.